Chapter Three of Working for God by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Son, go work. Son, go work today in my vineyard. Matthew chapter twenty-one verse twenty-eight. The father had two sons. To each he gave the command to go and work in his vineyard. The one went, the other went not. God has given the command and the power to every child of his to work in his vineyard, with the world as the field. The majority of God's children are not working for him, and the world is perishing. Of all the mysteries that surround us in the world, is not one of the strangest and most incomprehensible this that after eighteen hundred years the very name of the son of god should be unknown to the larger half of the human race just consider what this means to restore the ruin sin had wrought god the almighty creator actually sent his own son to the world to tell men of his love and to bring them his life and salvation when christ made his disciples partakers of that salvation and the unspeakable joy it brings it was with the express understanding that they should make it known to others and so be the lights of the world he spoke of all who through them should believe having the same calling he left the world with the distinct instruction to carry the gospel to every creature and teach all nations to observe all that he had commanded he at the same time gave the definite assurance that all power for this work was in him that he would always be with his people and that by the power of his holy spirit they would be able to witness to him to the ends of the earth and what do we see now after eighteen hundred years two-thirds of the human race have scarce heard the name of jesus and of the other third the larger half is still as ignorant as if they had never heard consider again what this means all these dying millions whether in christendom or heathendom have an interest in christ and his salvation they have a right to him their salvation depends on their knowing him he could change their lives from sin and wretchedness to holy obedience and heavenly joy christ has a right to them it would make his heart glad to have them come and be blessed in him but they and he are dependent on the service of his people to be the connecting link to bring them and him together and yet what his people do is as nothing to what needs to be done to what could be done to what ought to be done just consider yet once again what this means what a revelation of the state of the church the great majority of those who are counted believers are doing nothing towards making christ known to their fellow-men of the remainder the majority are doing so little and that a little so ineffectually by reason of the lack of whole-hearted devotion that they can hardly be said to be giving themselves to their lord's service and of the remaining portion who have given themselves and all they have to christ's service 
so many are occupied with the hospital work of teaching the sick and the weakly in the church that the strength left free for aggressive work and going forth to conquer the world is terribly reduced and so with a finished salvation and a loving redeemer and a church set apart to carry life and blessing to men the millions are still perishing there can be no question to the church of more intense and pressing importance than this what can be done to waken believers to a sense of their holy calling and to make them see that to work for god that to offer themselves as instruments through whom god can do his work ought to be the one aim of their life the vain complaints that are continually heard of a lack of enthusiasm for god's kingdom on the part of the great majority of christians the vain attempts to waken anything like an interest in missions proportionate to their claim or christ's claim make us feel that nothing less is needed than a revival that shall be a revolution and shall raise even the average christian to an entirely new type of devotion no true change can come until the truth is preached and accepted that the law of the kingdom is every believer to live only and wholly for god's service and work the father who called his sons to go and work in his vineyard did not leave it to their choice to do as much or as little as they chose they lived in his home they were his children he counted on what they would give him their time and their strength this god expects of his children until it is understood that each child of god is to give his whole heart to his father's interest and work until it is understood that every child of god is to be a worker for god the evangelization of the world cannot be accomplished let every reader listen and the father will say to him personally son go work in my vineyard why is it that stirring appeals on behalf of missions often have so little permanent result because the command with its motives is brought to men who have not learned that absolute devotion and immediate obedience to their lord is of the essence of true salvation if it is once seen and confessed that the lack of interest in missions is the token of a low and sickly christian life all who plead for missions will make it their first aim to proclaim the calling of every believer to live wholly for god every missionary meeting will be a consecration meeting to seek and surrender to the holy spirit's power the average standard of holiness and devotion cannot be higher abroad than at home or in the church at large than in individual believers everyone cannot go abroad or give his whole time to direct work but everyone whatever his calling or circumstances can give his whole heart to live for souls and the spread of the kingdom end of chapter three